No Thanks Needed with Mike Van Acker. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Mike Van Acker. This is No Thanks Needed. For those that don't know me, I'm a trivia host. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm a radio presenter. Actually, I've got some radio news uh, for you a bit later on. Before I start today, shout out to my very good friend, Tony Laffin, who is this week opening his new pizza shop down at Labrador Caramia Pizzeria. I'm probably saying Pizzeria wrong, but good on you, Tony. I tell you, mate, if uh, commitment, enthusiasm, and effort uh, was the benchmark, you will eventually own the universe one pizza at a time. People, if you're down at Labrador, go support my mate. He's a good man. And so too is his lovely bride, Casey, who's with him every step of the way. Not, not the good man part, but you know what I mean. Got a bit to talk to you about today, so let's get into it. No thanks needed. News. 2020, you crazy bitch. The hits just keep on coming. It's like the script writers for Tiger King, Lost, and Black Mirror all got together and said, what is the craziest shit we can do with this year? And man, do they know what they're doing. It turns out Donald Trump has the Rona. Now, we shouldn't be surprised. He's been thumbing his nose at it the whole time, basically going, it's not a real thing. It's no big deal. He was getting around without a mask. He was laughing at the people that were wearing masks. But more to the point, that is just the year we're all having, and now he's caught up in it too. What does it say for Donald Trump's reputation for telling the truth that when he came out and said, okay, I've got the virus, everyone went, ah, bullshit, you do. Even when he delivers bad news about himself, we don't believe him. Obviously, his mistake was to get tested. Everyone knows if you don't test, you don't get cases. So this is actually his own doing. Still, he'll be fine. Get some of that bleach into your Donald. Get that powerful light into the body and one day soon, the virus will just disappear like magic and everything will be cool. No thanks needed. Sport. Well, on Wednesday, the worst kept secret in rugby league was officially confirmed. Kevin Walters is the new coach of the Brisbane Broncos and I, for one, am okay with it. He's copped a little bit of criticism in the news, people going he's never really coached uh, an NRL team before. He's only ever been an assistant coach and sure, he coached the Origin, but that's only three games a year. Is he up for the job? And I, for one, think he is. I think he's perfect because the current Brisbane Bronco team are playing like under eight. So Kevy can go right back to the early stages of coaching and learn with the team. Hey kids, here's the correct way to pass. Here's how you kick. Here's a bit of strategy talk to get you thinking about that. He can learn with the team. This is perfect. And like any other under eight team, there'll always be a couple of kids who are a bit more advanced, bit cheeky, bit mischievous. And that's why Alfie Langer is perfect to continue on as his role as the runner slash assistant coach slash godfather of the Broncos. No one knows exactly what Alfie does, but he does it really, really well. Alfie and Kevy back together, guiding the Broncos. What's not to love? Bring on 2021. Now, of course, it does mean that Kevy, getting the new job, has to give up his old job, which is origin coach. And who will Queensland call? Who will we turn to? We had Mal Meningo. He put his hand up, said, yeah, I'll do it. But instead, it's gone back to Wayne Bennett, the man himself. He's coached the team a bunch of times before. He's 195 years old now, but he doesn't care. He's up for it. He's even working through his holidays. That's how keen he is. Oh, it's not like I'd be doing much else. Not the point, Wayne. Good on you. Good on you for coming up and having a go and trying to rescue Queensland right when we need you. Of course... Being the origin coach can't be that tough. It's only three games, isn't it? And uh, in this case, it'd be uh, who's still alive after the finals. Uh, I guess I'll pick them. And it's not like he's going to go, oh, geez, I'm going to have to call the Broncos back from holidays. (laughs) Ah, never mind. 
But if I was Wayne Bennett, my first move would be to call Cameron Smith and go, Cameron, what's it going to take, champ? Your state needs you. Yes, you're 75 years old and you walk with a walker, but you are still the best on-field general we have. And who's going to chat to the referees if you don't do it? And speaking of the finals, there appears to be a new rule that we stop the game if someone breaks a nail. Like, I totally get if there's a head knock or a serious injury, they have to stop immediately. I'm all about that. But I can't believe that we stopped yesterday's finals game because guys got a cramp because they rolled their ankle. Uh, it's rugby league. It's the toughest game in the world. I'll be the first to admit, if I played, the very first tackle I got, I'd be broken to a million bits and that would be the end of me. So I'm not disrespecting the players. I'm just saying the flow of the game is fairly important. And we're getting to the point where a player can stop for kind of any reason. What's wrong, Dave? Oh, I was just remembering that time when I was 12. My mate had a birthday party and I thought, well, I thought we were mates, but he didn't invite me. He didn't invite me. And I, man, I, I don't understand. Oh, never mind, mate. Here's the magic sponge. Oh, thank you. I think I'm ready to play now. All right, everybody. Dave's had a tough time, but he's back on deck now. Let's play. Oh, no thanks needed. Look, this next bit could probably have gone in the sports section. It would actually go in the this is bullshit section, except I don't really have one of those. Maybe I'll do that soon. Anyway... This week it was announced that at the AFL Grand Final they're looking for 300 dancers to perform for free. I know that events like this often attract people performing for free. I get that. But they're often dance schools with kids of all abilities, some of them just starting out, and they go out on the field, they have a bit of a boogie, it's on the telly, everyone loves it, everyone goes yay. But this is different. This time the organisers are looking for a particular age range, a particular level of skill and ability, and therefore I think they should be paid. You know what? They are paying everyone else working at the game that day, the ticket collectors, the ushers, the security guards that stand around the boundary wearing those backpacks. What is in those backpacks? It can't just be their lunch. Might be an emergency parachute. I don't know what it is. Might be the nuclear launch codes. But the fact is, those guys get paid. The people selling the pies get paid. Everyone gets paid. The players are absolutely getting paid. Why shouldn't the pre-game entertainers all get paid? The AFL is going, we have a vision. We have a spectacle we want to create. We want to do it for free. And we're going to get people in the performing arts community that have had a pretty crap year already to work for free. They'll be on the telly. We'll buy them a burger, maybe even a T-shirt. What, reimburse the travel expenses? No. They love dancing. No thanks needed. Okay, so it's October 4 as I record this, and I have to say, nothing tells you that the year has raced past than hearing your girlfriend say the words, I have done some Christmas shopping. I'm like, really, babe? And yet she's on it. She's got a present box. She started putting things away for people, and I need to do that, but it's just not in my mental makeup to be that organised. But it should be, because every year I'm the guy on a couple of days before Christmas still with a long list of stuff to buy, so my girlfriend is on it. But... I am not ready to think Christmas, so it was particularly galling for me this week to see Christmas decorations up in some of the shops. Are you kidding me? We haven't even had Halloween yet. Now, I'm not even a fan of Halloween, uh, to be honest. I'm one of those people that goes, oh, for God's sake, we are not America. But I'm going to defend Halloween's right to be a freestanding event just because it will delay Christmas. I'm not ready for Christmas decorations in the shop. And I swear to God, if someone ho-ho-hoes me anytime soon, they're getting a swift kick right up their Christmas box with my Christmas stockinged foot. Ah, that metaphor doesn't really work, but I'm leaving it anyway. <laughs> You're listening to Mike Van Acker. Beware of cheap imitations. 
quick update on the audition process for the block that Drea and I are currently going through. Uh, they're due in today. They were actually due in last weekend and we were frantically running around the house shooting videos, filling out the application form, answering the questions when they said, hey, you got another week. So we took the whole other week and we're about to submit our application. Look, I don't think we'll get on. They get 50,000 people applying to be on it. I can't see a particular reason why they'd pick us, and I'm sort of glad about that. I've been thinking about this. And the thing is, like I alluded to, I think, in previous weeks on this podcast, people love Drea, and people don't necessarily love me, and that's fair enough. She's much more lovable than I am. But I'm worried that we're going to go on the block, the country is going to fall in love with Drea, and they're going to point to me as a nation and go, what the hell is she doing with him? And I probably didn't help myself with the application. One of the questions was, what is your dream job? And I said, oh, wouldn't mind Scotty Cam's gig. Looks like a lot of fun and how hard could it be? I should also mention, Drea has a tattoo on her arm. It's a to-do list. And on her application, she took a photo of her to-do list where, among other things, she's written, attempt to woo Keith. And I had to think to myself, that is some next level commitment just to get on a TV show. Well done, babe. Have you seen Keith? Also worth mentioning, that is not the only audition I'm going for. Uh, I'm in the running for a radio gig. Be still my beating heart. It's the first job since I left uh, commercial radio. Oh, December last year. What a fun day that was. That a potential job has come up that I can even apply for and have a reasonable chance of getting. So uh, I'll let you know. Excited about that one. No thanks needed. Hey, thanks for listening to No Thanks Needed. We're done for another week. Uh, I should mention this week I have a brand new trivia gig starting at Sports Central at Caboolture. That's going to be every Tuesday night going forward. Starts about 7 o'clock, I think. I should check that. I will before the first gig. But I'd love to see you there, Brisbane people. Come down and um, have a laugh with me at Triv. Until then, if you could tell your friends about this podcast, like, subscribe, comment, leave a review, all of those things, I would really appreciate it. Chat to you next week. No Thanks Needed with Mike Van Acker, produced by the Podcast Boss.